episode of Untying the Knot. I'm here with my girl, Hannah. Well, hello, fam. Hello, Britt. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited because I have someone so special to share with you. This is actually, Hannah, this is your first time like getting... I know you started following her because I told you like, go follow yeah. her, but, um, I, you know, this is your guys' first time virtually meeting, which is kind of yes. nice. So, um, Sam, do you want to say hello? Yes. Hi. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Thank you for being <laughs> here. Um, it's kind of crazy. Sam and I, I, you know what? I shouldn't say crazy. I say it's, um, it's a universal, like it's a universal yes, happening. It was meant to be that yes. you got oils from my sister. Um, my sister has grown a beautiful, um, wellness community that I do the business with, um, with young living. I'm a brand partner and Sam just happened to, I'm, I'm sure you followed my sister found happened upon her and yep. got the oils, the, the premium starter kit. And she just happened to like, put you on my team. It was like, Hey, like, th- why don't you show her support? Like I was growing my team and all of a sudden, like, it was crazy. Like, we just clicked and we had just started talking from the get-go. And, um, I said to Hannah that I got to see such a beautiful transition of you because Mm -hmm. I saw you when you were still in, you know, spoiler alert, Sam is divorced, but I saw you in the, in your marriage. And I talked about the thick, like when you were in the thick of it, and there were some times when you would like, give me some information and like, you'd let me know a little bit what's going on. And and I saw, I saw you do the, the, even then the self-care, then you were, you were pouring into yourself, going to the gym and you were doing that hard work. And then I I saw this beautiful person emerge when you were like, all right, I'm ready to shed the toxic. I am strong enough. And you walked out and you, you know, I know it's not always graceful, but I just, you just are, it's just such a beautiful reminder that you can always have. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. No matter the age here today. Thank why don't you. you, why don't you, um, we do, what do we, what, what do we want to do first? Well, I'd love if you could just kind of introduce yourself a little bit, let our listeners know. Or like, do we want to do more? weekly win or yeah. what? Well, we can do weekly win too. Weekly woe. Yeah. Too. Do you just want me to tell like about myself and go into my weekly win? Yeah. Well, yeah, I can sure. do that. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So my name is Sam and I am 31. And as, uh, Britt has let you guys know, I am recently divorced. Um, I am just currently kind of going through the process. My divorce was finalized about a month ago. Sons, um, you delivered. I remember that text. Yes. I, was like, <laughs> I sent like a gif of like some like papers going. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So happy when that happened. Emancipated. Emancipated <laughs> yeah. from the toxicity of life. Woo. And then <laughs> I am um, currently, I've been working on like a clothing brand for a while. Um, and it's just kind of like really about uplifting and self-love and all of those good things about just, I just want to inspire people to always be their true authentic selves. Cause I feel like it's really hard to do that, especially okay, in today when pre-order on your shirt, by the way, pre-order. Yeah. Okay. Pre-order. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think you can go and like it right now on Etsy. So it's everybody boutique. That's what it is. Um, it's everybody boutique on Instagram as well. Um, I've kind of dropped some spoilers there. Um, I kind of originally like launched it and then I decided to pull everything off the website because it was just not what I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'm also going to be doing a TikTok eventually, just kind Mm -hmm. of going over very much like what we talk about here on this podcast, just like the process of divorce. And, um, because I have had a lot of people reach out to me since I decided to get a divorce. Um, and thankfully like I have 
you know, Britt, you included, like I have some friends that have been divorced and, um, unfortunately, you know, you don't know until, you know, and we're a part of this unspoken kind of group of people that are divorced because people really can't relate and understand what you're going through until they're literally in the same position. So, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, first of all, really quick talking, going back to your boutique for a second. You guys, I know. She has the cutest shirt She's on She's like right glazed now. over it. I know. I know. Just, I didn't want to interrupt you. So I'm going back to that because this shirt, mm-hmm. you guys, oh, it's adorable. It. It's like I, everything. It's like my life. Summed up in I know. Yeah. It says, what does it say on the back? Manifest, meditate. Oh, and- it says meditate or manifest, meditate, affirmate. That's like yes. the theme oh. of like untying the knot. I, feel I love like. it. Yes. I love yes. it. Because okay. I did it like that because I really feel like that's the order in which you do things, right? So yeah. you first you're manifesting the idea and then you meditate and you sit with it. Yeah. And then you create affirmations to continue that manifestation yeah. and continue continuing to, you know, grow that within yourself. Cause I'm a I'm an extremely spiritual person. So <laughs> that is it for me. That- I think that kind of hits the nail, like on the, when sitting with it and meditating, cause I think that's a big process of divorce that not a lot is talked about that, you know, sometimes it can often seem like it was this thing you woke up one day and all of a sudden you're like, Oh yeah. my God. And when, whether you realize or not for me, it wasn't until like I came out, I was like, wow, like your body starts responding to a toxic situation before you even realize it and yeah. kind of like preparing you all along. And then, you know, like there's those, there's those inklings in the back of your yeah. mind. Well, it's crazy. You say that someone I follow a year ago, her little over a year ago, her husband asked for a divorce and she thought they were happily married. Like they had gone through a whole bunch of stuff, but they got through the other side, whatever. Um, but the last like six or seven ish months of their marriage, I think she said she was having these shoulder and back issues that were like insane. Like no matter what Mm -hmm. she like could not get comfortable. Like she was always in pain. It was always tense. And she said it was something like three days after he asked for a divorce, those pains went away and they have not come back. Well, and that was like me. So I had been trying to lose weight for so long and I was doing every, yeah. So like I was doing, I was eating right. I was working out. I was doing all the things. Like I have a lot of, one of my very best friends is a um, personal trainer and is very into fitness. And like, she couldn't even figure out why I wasn't losing weight. Like we were constantly knocking down my calories. And we got to a point where we were like, we can't even knock them down anymore. Like, I don't understand what's happening. I had gone to a holistic doctor, spent all of this money trying to figure out, I was like, something has to be going on. Nothing was going on. Everything in my body was working exactly as it should. I did a, um, Like I did, I spent like so much money on food, like intolerance tests to like figure out if that was an issue and maybe that was why. And then I realized that I was severely depressed. So I went to the doctors and I was like, I'm depressed. And they put me on antidepressants and still nothing happened. And then I was like, I need to get my ADHD under control. So I got put on Adderall still. And that was February of this year. And then once I left my ex-husband, the first month that I was in my apartment, I was actually going to the gym less. I was eating crappier food and I lost 12 yeah. pounds. That's crazy. Like shedding the toxic. Yeah. That's yep. crazy. 
there's, there's actually a scientific, I don't know if you, I learned this cause I had a similar experience. There's like a scientific, um, reasoning behind that. And I found mm-hmm. out and it's actually when you are in a fight or flight response, like when you're in a toxic situation, yeah. it has all this cortisol, like pumping yep. through your body that it shuts yep. down. It tells your body to go into survival mode. So then your digestion yep. slows, everything slows down. Um, yep. and that's when you start and the, the longer you're in it and the more your whole body starts to slow down, that's where people are experiencing these aches and these pains and stuff like that. And well, and yeah, not only that, but like, I talk to my therapist all the time about how, since I've moved into my apartment, cause like we sold our house and everything. Um, since I moved into my apartment, I sleep an ungodly amount. Like I could literally sleep an entire day away. No problem. And I've talked to my therapist a lot about it because I'm like, I feel like my body is finally getting a chance to breathe because for the last eight years of my life, I've been in this fight or flight response because of being in not only this toxic marriage, but an abusive marriage as well, like mentally, uh, emotionally, slightly physically, like it really just weighs you down. And like, now I feel like my body is finally having a chance to really repair itself from being in this fight or flight mode for so long. Yeah. Thank you for normalizing therapy. Can I say you said it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Casually. And I want to thank you because I think it's important for every woman, like Mm -hmm. this is women and is our audience here, every woman out there to hear that. Thank you for that. And I would like to touch on on therapy too, if you're listening and you don't have a therapist, I am in the, I'm in the boat right now where I cannot find a therapist for the life of me because California is insane. And so the therapists are fleeing California, like nobody's business. And so it's like, all the therapists have wait lists. Like I'm about to pay the $400 a month for better help because that's like the only option oh, I have at this I point. <laughs> right. Well, but and not it's, only, not it's a- just like, if, if you're in that situation, like know that I'm with you there too. And the best that you can do is just, just be patient. <laughs> well, and not only that, but like, if you are able to find a therapist and say you go and you see this therapist and you're not jiving, just know that finding the right therapist that works for you is very much like dating. Yeah. And yeah. it's, um, I have some friends that are um, therapists, licensed therapists, and, you know, they don't take offense to you mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know, this isn't working out. Like, they're just not jiving with you. Yeah. It really does take a couple of tries sometimes to get the person that really connects with you and helps you in the way that you need and the yeah. way that you're looking for. Because I, I've been yeah. through like four or five therapists in my life. And the one that I'm with now is actually a male because I felt like from coming from a divorce, I really felt like having a male therapist could really help me with the male perspective of Mm. everything that I was going through. Mm. And I have to say, he's the best therapist I've ever had. And if he ever quit, I would cry. (laughs) I know I just graduated from my therapist. It was like that awkward at the end of the conversation. We were just like, yeah. So like, we're, we're like done and like not graduated from therapy, but just like, I'm shopping around now too. But like, just yeah. we're like, you've, you've served your purpose here. Like we're like, see it. Like have yeah. a good life. Yeah. It's just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. Cause it's like this person, especially like with you graduating from a therapist, like this person knows so much about you. I know. And it's just so hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. That was, that's, 
just a random little side note, but yeah, <laughs> therapy oh, is good. It. Therapy is cool. And I do. I yeah, don't everyone know. should go to, I, everyone needs therapy. Like even everyone. if you don't have if- crazy trauma, you know, everyone has issues and everyone can use some help communicating and everyone can use some help processing. Like we all need these things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think that really just having that third unbiased opinion really does help when they're not a friend they're not a family member they're just giving the unbiased opinion sometimes or just perspective of what you're going through and it can really help you maneuver that yeah yeah for sure well I would love to ask you well I guess we kind of do you still want to do your weekly win and woe? We kind of skip yeah, over Yeah, yeah, I can do that. No, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. No, we so got on such weekly... a great like mental health topic. I know. So needed in the world. So I think that was a universal sign to go in that direction. So yeah, give us your yeah, weekly. I love it. Wow. So my weekly win was just in- I enjoyed Valentine's Day um, in New York with one of my best friends, Taylor. We Yay. had like the best time. I love. And that. then I guess I did have a woe moment today in therapy, which I won't go into detail about, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a low moment, which again, just on the therapy notion, like not all of your sessions are going to be great sessions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them you will cry. Like I did today. And some of them you will leave there and be like, God, I feel like a million bucks. And sometimes you're going to be like, I feel worse than I did in the beginning. And it's <laughs> yeah. just kind of all, it's all a part of the cycle and it's all a part of the process and just take it for what it is. And it's okay. Like just feel the things. Uh, you're just out here normalizing all these things. I love like, it. It's I love so it. good. <laughs> oh I God. love it. So good. <sighs> so what would you say? All right. I have a question for you. So what okay. would you say? Hannah and I were talking earlier on our, so like we do a live every Wednesday called community okay. Pop on Instagram. And it's just like another way for people to like, see, first off, we're building our friendship. So for us to build our friendship and also for us to connect with people on Instagram, cause that's where people are. Right. So yeah. we were talking about the notion of like writing a letter to your former self. And like Hannah has been doing a lot of that kind of journaling to like certain times in her life, that younger self, like maybe something she went through or, and writing a letter. So like, if you were writing a letter to your former self, like what age are you like, tell, like you want, I don't know, like what, Ooh, what would you question. say? Um, Oh my gosh. Let me try and do this without getting emotional. <laughs> I know. It's like a good question. I was like, Ooh, I, I think I'm going to put well, this in like, my back pocket. Yeah. Like just even in that notion though, like just before I even get into it, like the day that I asked my ex-husband for a divorce, like I started journaling that day Yeah. and I have all of these like journal entries from like that entire process. And I've gone back through and like read some of them. And I'm like, I'm such a completely different person than I was four months ago, like completely different, like just the things that I would write and just, Mm -hmm. and it, it is also like a breath of fresh air to just know that like the things that I was going through then, like number one, I'm done with that. And I never have to go through that again. Yeah. But so who, um, I would probably, it would probably be age like 16. Okay. And I would honestly, if I could go back and talk to my 16 year old self and give her just like a hug, I would. And I would just, I would tell her that she is like, I would tell myself, because this is just what I wish I knew at 16 is that. I'm an amazing person. I do have a lot to work on. 
within myself from childhood traumas that I went through. I've got a lot of work to do ahead of me, but don't settle for anything less than what you deserve. Don't settle for what you think you deserve because you don't feel like you're worthy enough for more. Um, Don't settle because you think that if you don't take this person that's presented in front of you, um, that you'll be alone for the rest of your life because it's just way better to be alone than to be in this toxic situation. And also like, I wish that I could go back and just tell my younger self that there was no rush because I felt like I might have not rushed into things, but I felt like, you know, I was doing all of the things that I was supposed to be doing. You know, I was what, 22 years old when I met my ex-husband and, you know, we dated for five years before we got married and then I got married and I bought a house and I thought I was doing all the things that society says that you're supposed to do. And, you know, society deems that it's going to make you happy when you do all of these things, which was not the case. I'm doing it. What's yeah. Going on here? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, I wish that I could just go back and tell her, like, focus on being happy within yourself by yourself because like the thing for me that um and I'm just gonna kind of like segue this just into this Mm -hmm. section because I feel like some people that are listening you know that either have been divorced or are thinking about divorce could definitely relate to is the hardest part for me to explain to people is that because like as soon as I left my ex-husband I was a completely different person So many of my friends were like, oh my God, Sam, like, welcome back. Like we missed you like this, that, and the other. And it seems like in a very short amount of time, I've made this like exponential growth. Like my therapist even tells me all the time. He's like, I think it's absolutely insane how much you've grown, how well you've handled everything. And the reason for that is about a year and a half to two years before I left my ex-husband, I like those things were already going through my mind. I was already focused on myself. I was essentially alone because we didn't really do anything together. We didn't hang out together. We didn't go on dates together. We were in two separate parts of the house most of the time. And so like, I was truly alone Yeah. and I was working on myself alone. And so like, it's it's just wild because some people are like, I just don't understand how you're so okay with being alone. Yeah. I'm like because because I have been. Well, that was something and I've already worked through that. We had a divorce coach on a few weeks ago and she said that too. Like a lot of women do that. A lot of women mm-hmm. um start the process, like the separation process as far as separating themselves like emotionally, mentally, like all of that. They started yeah. years before the divorce actually happens. Absolutely. And not everyone, obviously, but there are a lot of women that do. And so they come out the others by the time the divorce happens, like they're already, you know, halfway, halfway through. Yeah. Like you've already grieved it and you've already like gone through the motions because I mean, it is true what they say, like us as women, like we literally give it 150% until we're done. Yeah. And once we're done, like we're done. And that's how I was like, I had been done for so long, like so long. Like I had asked for divorce multiple times and just never went through with it. I like, because you know, you're scared. You, you yeah. wonder what if I was wrong? Like what, what if like, you know, my thing was, is that he would always say like, he was going to change and that this time would be better. 
And then, so you're like, okay, well, may, well, what if I don't give it another try? And what if it is the time that it's better? And it's like, you have to, one of the best pieces of advice I probably ever got, this was years ago, um, is from one of my very best friends. And she said to me, she was like, you can say that you're done and you can say that it's over until you're blue in the face, but it's not going to happen until you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, in the moment that you know you're ready is when you get to this moment of indifference. Yeah. And I think that that's so important because it truly is. It truly does become indifferent. The things that they're doing that upset you, you no longer care about them. They don't affect you. They could call you names. They could scream at you. They could yell at you. They could call you like whatever. And you just don't care anymore. You're completely neutral and indifferent to anything that happens. Because on the flip side, like when I told my ex-husband that I wanted to get a divorce, he begged and pleaded and told me everything that I wanted to hear and everything I wanted him to change. Yeah. But at that point, I was so indifferent. It didn't matter. I didn't care. Yeah. That's so powerful. That gives me chills because it does. It's just such a real and raw and relatable and vulnerable. Like, thank you for sharing all of that because that's all vulnerable too, you know? And it's it's and just, it's so true. It yeah, is. <laughs> it's so true. And I think that a lot of women like truly feel like they're stupid for staying or they're stupid for going back or whatever. And it's because they're not at a place of indifference yet. They're just simply not ready. Yeah. Yeah. You have to come to the, so I didn't get divorced. I didn't, we never got married. Um, and he was the one that chose to leave. So like, I didn't go through all that. Like I very much grieved. Yeah. The, end of the relationship afterward. And I never got to be indifferent because I wanted the relationship, you know, and I wanted Mm -hmm. us to make it work for our daughter. Um, for a while, there came a point where then I was over it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't go through, you know, I didn't go through all that. So it's, it's interesting to, to hear different perspectives and especially you with it being so fresh, just a, you know, month ago finalized, like, yeah, this is like, this is, you're on a journey. (laughs) Like, yeah. Cause like ours was also mutual. So like I left, I told him I wanted a divorce September 10th of 2021. I moved out October 2nd and then we had our court date, uh, January 14th. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's so much growth has happened. Yeah. And I think it it is important to give like those perspectives because yeah, I mean, and it, and you also like vocalize how you feel too. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't necessarily understand like the instances, like, like you went through Hannah. So like that, those have, I have a hard time with those when, you know, you weren't expecting it. Like women that, you know, their husbands come home one day and they're just like, I'm done. And they had no idea Yeah. or vice versa. Like I, I can't imagine that because then you truly are like that starts the grieving process and that takes a long time. Yeah. So Sam, where, so where can people find you? Cause I know you like, where can they find you to follow you on this like journey? Yep. So Sam underscore is underscore healing is my Instagram. Okay. We'll drop all um, in the notes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, everybody boutique, I think I do have that on like, yeah, 
Um, I can send you like send me that. Link. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can send you that. And then um, my TikTok is the same. I just haven't posted anything. So it's Sam underscore is underscore. Healing. Yeah. And we'll share all that in the show notes. And um, just as a reminder, Hannah and I recently started a community, kind of the community cup. Um, it's a way that you can support our podcast. Uh, we are trying to spread the message, um, just as Sam beautifully put it, to so many moms um, that we know need to hear this and women that have been divorced um, and walking in your shoes, Sam. Um, yeah. So we'll put that link in there. If we have been, if you benefited from us in any way, um, drop, you know, support us. We're going to be using it on marketing. So we, we appreciate yeah. it. Um, and yeah. anything else, Hannah? You know, the only other thing is something that I always forget to say, in addition to, you know, if you are able to be a, a donator, a act, what is it called? It's a listener support is what anchor calls it, but right, everything like, we've done, we put our own money into it. Like, yeah. And stuff, mm-hmm. so. yeah. So if you're able to do that, that's amazing. If you like, honestly reviews and subscribing yeah. and rating our podcast help so much, especially reviews. Those are the ones that like bump us up so that when someone is, you know, searching for something that we offer, like we'll be, we'll come up before other ones. And that just allows us to reach more people and help more people. And so listeners, if you feel so compelled to help us in any way, any of those things are fantastic. Women are only 20% of the voices on podcasts. So we are rising up and like kicking ass here and help us join us in that. So yes. thank you yes. all. For your I support. love it. I love yes. you guys. Awesome. Well, all thanks right. for being on. Thank you. That was an no amazing problem. Yes. And listeners, no, we will absolutely. talk to you next week. All right. Peace. Bye guys. Bye.